Welcome to the What's Already Podcast, where we fashion ourselves cinematic judge and jury. My name is JJ Crowder. I'm here with my co-hosts, Matt Heiner. Better red than dead. And Alec Burgess. Let's get it. Welcome to our monthly, new monthly. This is the second time we're doing this, guys. This is the the news and what's coming episode. Um, So we're going to talk about... Uh, at least one big news item in the in the entertainment world right now, and then we're going to talk about our upcoming movies for the month of May, um, as it is the end of April, and it's time to talk about those movies. We're time reviewing. flies. It's crazy. It feels like we were just doing this and talking well, about, about Will freaking Smith. time though, JJ, because we actually have movies that are upcoming that are worth being excited about, yeah. and TV shows probably even maybe even I don't know. I just keep going back. You guys know me beating the drum for Star Wars, dude. I'm starting to sound like JJ. I know. I was going to say. <laughs> Uh, I'm wearing off. I'm wearing off on you guys. I love it. Um, let's kick off. Let's talk about. I think the big thing to talk about right now is, is the Johnny Depp trial. Have you guys been watching any yeah. of this? Only what I, I so, see like on social media. Okay. I've been reading. Uh, I've read some like articles. Not so much like watching, but I've been paying attention to it. And <coughs> maybe JG can lay the scene a little bit more. But it. I mean. It's very, very interesting. It's what's funny about it is I remember a few years ago, I don't know if everyone remembers, remember like Johnny Depp was, he was trying to bring either his dogs into or back from Australia. Mm-hmm. And there was, it, it was like a huge thing. And everyone was like, what's going on with that? And I remember now reading, like going back, like just a couple of days ago, reading about that. And it makes you wonder if, and what's the, what's the girl's name? I'm forgetting her. Amber Heard. Yeah, and it just makes you wonder, like, was she more involved with, like, making that process happen? Because up until that point, Depp had never had any problems and that never been a thing. And I just went back there, I mean, because I was like, I remember that story because he was in the news for multiple days about just like, oh, my gosh, how pretentious is Johnny Depp? Like, can't he just figure it out? And then but now you go back and like, like, well, what was really going on back then? Because, man, stuff was going on, dude. Well, and according to the trial, so I've been watching all of this trial like and i'm not a big fan but i'm i i I think it's a dumbass trial like it's stupid i'll be honest with you i think it's stupid on all fronts like i get it and i'll talk about that in a second but like it's hard for me to watch because i like courtroom stuff because i what we see on tv and in movies is completely and utterly false almost all the time when it comes to a courtroom scene courtrooms are very boring um it's very not fun to watch it, but there's a lot of interesting things that you come out because the facts are there. Right. And this trial is a shit show. Um, and what's been going on a lot of Australia stuff, the things that happened before he was trying to come back in the country, like he had a piece of his finger chopped off. Uh, yeah. Like, and, and this is all speculation cause I don't know the facts, but it's pretty much the facts at this point on based on the, what I've heard in the trial that, she threw like a pint of vodka at him and the bottle hit his hand and broke and it sliced the tip of his middle finger off on his left hand. Um, because it was sitting on the edge of a counter. She hucked one bottle at him, he ducked and it missed him. And then she picked up the bigger bottle and threw it and it hit the counter right at his hand, shattered, and a piece of it, like literally down to the bone, cut the end of his finger off. Like they showed pictures in the trial of like. The meat of his finger up to the tip and then just the tip of his bone like hanging out. And so they had to go reattach the tip of his finger. And like there's text messages of like the the, him between him and the doctor. It's it's fucking nuts. And then like there's videos of him kicking like countertops in his house and like kicking when his mom passed away. 
like shortly after that, like his manager stole like six hundred thousand dollars or some shit, and so he finds out about that and he's kicking his counters and slamming counter doors and and Amber Heard's recording all of it on her phone and of him kicking it. I mean, it's dude, the, it's here's the thing about this trial that's got me twisted up is. I know why this trial is happening. One, Amber Heard wrote this op-ed that basically, without saying his name, accused Johnny Depp of being a, a domestic abuser. Um, and Johnny Depp lost Pirates of the Caribbean 6 because of it and now has lost the... Mm -hmm. He lost the one with the... Everything. Yeah, he's lost a lot of movies now and work because of this whole thing. Um, and then... So really all he's trying to do is win in the court of public opinion, which he's doing. No questions asked. He's winning. Everyone's behind him because Amber Heard has the worst lawyers on the planet. Like they are terrible. It is horrible to listen to these guys in court. It's they're bad. Hmm. They're terrible. So she's losing the court in the court of public opinion. I don't think either of them win in the actual court case. Like I don't one suing one for 50 million. The other's counter suing for a hundred million. I don't think anybody, I don't think any money's exchanged at the end. I think at the end of the day, neither one of them win on their side. Cause there's not enough evidence on either side to say yay or nay. Somebody, I mean, it's obvious that Amber Heard was abusing the shit out of Johnny Depp, but the trial is about whether or not, her op-ed was the truth or not. It's it's a it's a a slander libel case. And unless you can prove that it was a lie, which in, there's nothing so far that I've seen that proves that he wasn't at the very least verbally abusing her at times. I don't think he ever hit well, her. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's, uh, uh, let's just be honest. He's not like the world's greatest human being. Like, I don't, no. I don't think I, that's what I w I'm reading. A lot of this people are on his side, but I hope people don't forget. Like, well, there's some con contributions to the table from Mr. Depp. Uh, yeah. But certainly this is one of the very, I think, public cases where it's been interesting that what I've done a lot of is just read comments on social media about these posts and just seeing who's posting, who's saying what. And it's really interesting that because like, I talk about this a lot for a man to say that they're emotionally or physically abused. It, it's just kind of unheard of. And especially at this scale, but those things can happen. And this is really what's bringing that to light is and back in the day, and Gigi, you can probably speak to this even more so is if you would, if this had even been maybe even 10 years ago, 20 years ago, this would have been laughed out of the room. Cause I've read comments from people that have had similar things happen and like police people put in the comments, like police didn't even take things seriously because they're like, Oh, just man up pussy kind of thing. Yep. And, but when it, when it affects the livelihood of someone that's this known and taking away ability to do movies and such, it's just been interesting to see the, the comment, uh, uh, I guess the opinion of the, the common focus I say, mm -hmm. um, and, and where they're leaning on this. Cause most of the time this day and age, we always defer to women as we should. I, I think we've seen time and time again, but this is one of the few circumstances where it's the other side. And that's, I think why it's all so interesting. Yeah. Yeah, if you haven't watched it, you can YouTube a lot of clips from, like, they've clipped it up to where, because like I said, I, I'll put it on in the background and listen to the trial while I'm working and doing things, because I usually always have something going on, um, in because I'm so ADD, I need something that that balances me out and keeps me focused, so I'll have it playing in the background, and but you can watch clips on YouTube where they've taken, like, Johnny Depp just owning these people's, law her lawyers, and then, like, they had a psychologist, and Taylor might enjoy this, 
there like there's a psychologist that comes on a forensic psychologist that comes on and she's on for like two hours and they're asking her all these questions and she's talking about uh borderline personality disorder and and they, she diagnosed Amber Heard with borderline personality disorder, a couple other things, but it was really interesting to see the difference between the lines of questioning that the different lawyers. And so it's been really interesting to watch and listen to, but man, it's a shit show. And I, and again, I don't think, I think this is such a waste of everyone's time and it's such a distraction because I, again, I don't feel like anyone's actually going to win the court case. I think it's just a matter of who's going to work again after this is done and who may not. Cause I don't know. I mean, Amber Heard, there's like a there's like a petition out there that's like two million signees strong to get her removed from Aquaman 2 to the point that wow. these people are willing to watch someone digitally reframed in because the movie's done filming. I mean, they're they're editing at this point, so they would have to digitally reframe someone else into this movie besides Amber Heard and two million people have signed it. Because she's not looking good on this, based on this court case. Like, she looks very not good. Well, they're going to lose revenue. That's a, t- a sticky yeah. situation to be in. Yeah, so I don't know that she gets much work after this because everything I, everything started to take a turn when she had, like, they got her on audio admitting to shitting on the bed. Um, everything kind of went south for her after that. <laughs> and they she shit on Johnny Depp's bed right next to him. And then she gave him a bowl of ice cream when she knew he was high on something or drunk or uh, he'd taken something and she gave him a bowl of ice cream knowing he was going to fall asleep and spill it all over himself and then, like, took a bunch of pictures of it. It, it. Like, she's done some pretty nasty shit to embarrass this guy, and it's all come out, and it's come out in recordings of her admitting to it and laughing about it, and it's just like, oh, you look terrible. Why would you go to court with this? Like, you should have settled because you look horrible. Johnny just looks like he's being pretty humble and saying, look, I was abused. And I was mistreated and I didn't act well. He's come out and said, I'm very embarrassed and I'm very, I mean, he's handled it very well. Not saying what he did was okay because it's not. He's done some very shitty things too. But she comes out trying to say, I was in everyone, he was in the wrong and I'm not. And yet the things that she's done that they have proof of, it's terrible all the way around. And that's really all this case to me is, is two terrible people just fucking going at each other for money yeah. at this point. Do you think Depp oh. gets, is he going to act again and get some, like his A-list roles again? Probably. I, think, I don't know that he'll start out with some big A-list role, but I think he'll have like a redemption arc. I mean, he's done enough to rebuild his image with this court case. Like he's sober. He's gone to rehab a couple of times or at least once since this whole thing went down with her. Um, he's got a lot of people fighting for him that are saying very kind things about him. So I think now we haven't seen Amber Heard's side of this yet. We haven't seen the, the defendant's side of all the, you know, the different witnesses and things. So we still have that side to go, but Right now, I think, based on what I've seen, I think he'll get some roles and then be able to rebuild his reputation mm-hmm. as of right now. But there's still a lot to go. So I don't know. So there, yeah. that's It's been an interesting... But you should check out some videos. It's it's weird. Yeah, I looked up the picture of his finger. Oh, it's gross. I saw that. Yeah. 
It's bad. I saw that he allegedly wrote after that happened, wrote some message on the mirror in his own blood or something. And what is wrong with people? Dude, these guys are weird. Yeah. So he went and I guess he like also dipped like his fingers in paint. So they found like messages wrote in blood. And then there was someone in paint and he like drew pictures all over the house after he was pissed off. I was like, Jesus Christ, these people are fucking nuts. The shit you do when you're high and drunk and famous, I guess. But yeah, Weird. yeah. There's been some interesting testimony. The psychologist was really interesting. Uh, Doctor Curry was her name, and then his house manager was very interesting uh, to listen to. The guy that like cleaned up all this mess, like had to like clean the house and fix it up when it was all done in Australia. And he was their house manager in London. Didn't actually work for either of them. He worked for like the studios that. Uh, we're doing the movies that they had to get these houses for. Um, so it was really interesting because he's technically as, as unbiased as you'll get because he's he's working for Disney or he's working for whatever studio they hire him as a house manager. So it, it mm-hmm. was really interesting to listen to his testimony as well. So weird shit, weird shit. All right, well, let's talk about what movies we're reviewing coming up and TV shows in the month of May. Uh, we'll kick off May 2nd. This coming Monday, where you'll be able to listen to our review of The Northman. Uh, oh, gosh. With Alexander Skarsgård and Anya Taylor-Joy and Ethan Hawke. I will say, we didn't talk about this in the review because we've already, we've already recorded our review, but we didn't talk about it. Ethan Hawke, dude, is killing it right now. Because speaking of yeah, our he's... final episode of Moon Knight, we'll be releasing on the 3rd. So... Uh, or second to last episode of Moon Knight will be released. Where did he come third. from? Because I don't remember. He, I feel like I'm starting to see him everywhere again. I'm like, man, he's he's making a push. Yeah, he's, he's making been around, but he hasn't mm-hmm. been doing a whole lot. Yeah, yeah, at least not anything major. I know he's always done quite a bit of stuff, like as far as like independent films and shit. But lately, he's he's got a resurgence in the A list, and I love it. I he's he is. Everything I've seen him in so far has been great. And he did a lot of great shit before, but um, he's also in Knives Out 2 that's that's getting oh, released nice. later this year. So I'm excited for that. Uh, yeah. So him and Daniel Craig? Yeah, him and Daniel Craig Ooh. are going to go head-to-head. Um, so, yeah, and I'm sure we'll review that one because we, we love the original Knives Out. That was my first Yeah, we five. did. I gave that a five. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah with all, all the stuff that he's doing, it's almost enough to make me consider maybe thinking about going and seeing Black Phone. Dude, let me know because I'm going to so watch it. I'm, I'm considering about going to maybe thinking about seeing this. <laughs> that would be a big deal, Alec, watching a Just horror because movie. of Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Just because he's in it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's a, yeah, so that's exciting. So, yeah, there's uh, the Northman uh, on May 2nd. Um, after that, May 9th is The Bad Guys, the animated feature. Um, also a fun movie. So I almost expected Ethan Hawke to be one of the voices. I know, right? Like, as much as he's in stuff. But, yeah, May 9th for that one. Yeah, our listeners that are a little skeptical about us reviewing an animated movie, this is, I would say, more on the adult side, and I think it's enjoyable. Uh, come give it, listen to our spoiler-free and everything that'll that'll drop, but I think you'll be intrigued, so give it a chance. Yeah. So the, the spoiler-freeze for uh, this will release, I don't know when I'm going to release this, but if you're watching this, our spoiler-freeze for The Bad Guys and The Northman should be up on YouTube as well, so go check those out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Now, let's get to something we're really excited about, JJ. Two things in particular. Doctor yes. Strange and Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So Doctor Strange, the, the deep dive episode will release on the 16th of May. Um, we will have a spoiler free that we'll make sure is up the same weekend it releases. So it releases on the 6th. We're going to watch it, and then we'll do a quick spoiler free to make sure that's up on YouTube. Um, but the actual deep dive will come out on the 16th, 10 days after it releases. Gives you some time to watch it um, so you can dive into JJ, the I think we have us. our spoiler free for Doctor Strange now. Go watch it. <laughs> you Don't can't you? do that when you haven't seen the movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, our spoiler free, it will be basically saying, go watch the movie. But that's fair. <laughs> we can hope. I think well, there, so. I mean, don't I would, like Marvel's got a lot writing on this movie. Like there's yeah. a, enough branches as I understand that come from this movie that it better be good because they're building much from their universe from this point forward. Yeah. And I, you know, it connects directly to Spider-Man No Way Home. So I think, I think it should be good. And I, you know, I like the original. I think I, I've always liked Benedict Cumberbatch as, as Doctor Strange. I thought he was a great choice. So I'm excited to see all the different versions. And and Scarlet Witch, I, I love her too. Um, she's been, Elizabeth Olsen's great. So I'm excited for how it goes. I We'll see. So I think you're right. I think this probably would serve as a, we'll it better see be <laughs> it, There's a lot riding on it. I'm hopeful. There, yep. I Where there are high expectations, where I definitely am expecting a good movie. It, it, I just hope it delivers. Yeah, same here. Um, after that, uh, releasing on the 23rd, we're going back to our uh, our uh, arbitration series. We haven't done one of those in a long while. So uh, Firestarter, they're releasing a new remake of Firestarter. And so we're going to do uh, a side-by-side that will release on the 23rd of May. That is the Firestarter. We're going to watch the original one. Uh, these young bucks haven't seen that with uh, Drew Barrymore in the lead. And then, as a child, um, and then we'll watch the as new a child, version. dude. What she's the? like, she's a baby. This movie's old, dude. <laughs> Not as old as the movies you've made us watch, but it's old. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna watch the original Star Wars or Firestarter, and we're gonna watch the new Firestarter that's coming out that week, um, and then we'll compare them and and do an arbitration. It's the first time when we've ever done it. We've done an arbitration. It's oh, been it's a long, been long time. I've never done one. This yeah, and say Alex, this will be Alex's first one, and we haven't. We've never done one like this before. We've never done a remake arbitration it's true we've only done sister movie arbitration where it's similar plot points and and characters so this is the first time we're doing remake so i'm excited Mm -hmm. for it um in between that starting may 25th or just after that starting may 25th um yeah we will have obi-wan just say it jj obi-wan yes so that starts the 25th people back Hayden yeah. Christensen, they're yeah. bringing back Ewan McGregor. The band has returned. Yes. I could not be more excited. Like, I am stoked. I am not like a Star Wars. I can't really call myself a Star Wars nerd. Like, J.J., he owns it. He is it. I mean, <laughs> if you can see behind his head, it's all there. But, man, like, anything that can take me back to, like, episode two, well, really episode three, just to be completely honest and built yeah. from there, like, I am excited. Yeah. 
I'm stoked. And I, after all the world building that they've done with the Mandalorian and then even as much as people kind of was up in the air, whether they liked it or not with, with the book of Boba Fett, the things that they introduced and, and made possible looking at Tatooine during that time. And, and so I'm just really excited. I know people are maligning the, the trailer with, you know, the, the, the lead hunter. I, I, I get over it. Fucking Get over it. The head inquisitor. Just enjoy the content. Seriously, it's fucking Star Wars. Just enjoy the fact that we have Obi-Wan Kenobi and we have Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi facing off eventually against Darth Vader in this, plus the, the Grand Inquisitor, plus all of the, the sisters and brothers from the Inquisitor program. I Dude, I cannot even, like, I just get giggles thinking about this so starting may 25th we'll be doing episodic reviews on that so check that out join us for that is thrawn gonna join in in this at all not with mcgrit not with obi-wan i don't think but i believe he'll be in the ahsoka show uh they have cast him so the guy that did the voice for the animated series uh rebels thrawn mm-hmm. was in two or three seasons of that the guy that's doing the voice, Mickelson, and I can't remember his first name. It's not Mads, but another guy named Mickelson. He's doing. Mm-hmm. He's gonna. Man, be if you frog. guys want, Oof. like the Star Wars books, there's there's way too many of them. I'm just gonna be completely <laughs> frank there, and it's hard to make sense of some of them. But the Thrawn books that were yeah. written, there's some newer ones and the older ones. They're, they're all, all just. They're all top notch, and if you want, it's it's hard to even call. I mean, he's a villain, I guess, but man, he is so cerebral, so different in the Star Wars universe, and, and what he brings to the table. Like, if you guys want a book recommendation, go read those books. But yeah. I'm excited when they continue to intertwine all that together because Thrawn actually, uh, more so with Luke Skywalker and and Han Solo and such, is involved in that type of story um, and such. But yeah, I digress. But man, I just. I was someone that I didn't mind Hayden Christensen in, in episode three. Mm-hmm. Um, while I, I still just think a lot of this was poor writing and direction where like Ewan McGregor is a phenomenal actor. And he, I think he played Obi-Wan really well. But even then you look back and you're like, yeah, it could have been better. But is that really his fault? And so I think it's it's time to find out if Hayden Christensen is just an absolutely horrific actor or this time around, is there something more there? And if there is, man, I really hope that they turn, turn this into a multi-season type thing. And that's that's yeah. what I'm looking to see. Is this going to be that? Because if it so. is, we have so much to look forward to. Yeah. Well, and I, I'm really, I hope somewhere along the line, whether it's in Obi-Wan or it's in Ahsoka, that Obi-Wan, that Ewan McGregor and Ahsoka meet up again. Like, I, I really want that because they knew each other from the Clone Wars. I, I that ability to do that we've now seen <clears throat> excuse me luke and and ahsoka meet so i i just i really want that connection that reconnect i hope that um some of the clone soldiers that broke off uh, really come through like uh rex i hope we see a rex come in uh, anyway there's a lot of things i hope for with this the next series of star wars shows looking forward to it a lot is Obi-Wan set before or after Rebels? Do you know, JJ, the animated series? I don't know that they've officially announced it. I think it's at the beginning because it's got the the Inquisitors, and so I think it might be just before or maybe in running in parallel. 
two parts of. But I think it's got to be before because when you meet Obi-Wan in the Rebels show, at the end of the Rebels show, he's the older version with the white hair. Um, And so I think you'll see what they have a lot of opportunity for is with, because in the timeline, uh, Maul is still alive. And so you're going to probably be, if I had to guess, you're going to have some parallel with the most recent solo movie. Um, And so you might see Maul and and the syndicate. You might see, there's so many things you could see within this. And I, like I said, I think with the Ahsoka show, it's post rebels. And so you're going to see them trying to track down uh, the kid and, uh, Grand Amal and Thrawn, and so you'll see that a lot. But I really think there'll be some connect. But I think it's before Rebels, dude. They, they could do a whole numerous amount. Oh. Of, I mean, that there's that's so where the, I, I Star Wars is smart and in leaning into the TV side to give us story progressions in ways that they never could. But this one, because of the nature of bringing these two specific individuals back, and just the characters, I should say as well. I think it's a fan service, but man, the potential from here, if it goes well, the, the sky is really the limit. Yeah, absolutely. Cause I could see them. If this goes that well, they may even make another move, like a movie that come, that is intertwined with this TV show. Okay. Cause they'll make more money doing that that way. And I wouldn't mind that. Like Mm-mm. Star Wars is one thing in my life where I'm not like, I don't know the lore and the nerdism for lack of a better phrase, and like a JJ. JJ knows it through and back so much more. I've read a lot of the books, but it's just something about, it's hard to put what it is, but man, it just, it gets me to a screen. Yeah. It's it's just, it's fun. It's so cool, and it's in, it's inviting, and the stories are so in-depth and endearing, and, and, and they've done such a great job. And look, I know the prequels were rough, but George Lucas shouldn't... He That's why he didn't direct after the first one. After episode four, he gave directing and writing credits to others, and he just helped make sure the story was on track. So when nobody would pick up, they were afraid to take over episode one, two, and three. They didn't want to do it because it's, there's just too much pressure. And he was forced to write. He's not a great director. He's just not. George Lucas is not a great director. He's not even a great script writer. He's a great story writer. Um, And they forced him into one, two, and three to get made. And so that's why they weren't very good when it comes from a script. Because the scripts in two, oh, my God, the script in episode two is terrible. But... I love them because it's Star Wars. And then these Star Wars fans that get all nitty, and I'm, this is my last rant, and then we'll move on to the last part of what we're doing in May. But I, I get really pissed when Star Wars fans get super bitchy and whiny. And look, I complain about Star Wars content all the time, but I still understand that we are in a time where there's Star Wars content everywhere. I went most of my life without any Star Wars content. From the time that I was a kid and I was introduced, my dad took me to see... Uh, Return of the Jedi when I was five years old, three years old or whatever. Well, I was young, barely, and I barely remember seeing it. But we watched VHS on this old shitty box TV, and I wore these VHS tapes out, the originals, like a couple of times watching Star Wars. But that's all I had until I was 18 years old. And then all of a sudden we had Star Wars, and then it was another however long until 
we got the the sequel trilogies and so i had to live on those eu books that you guys the extended universe like the thrawn trilogy and and madsen's not wrong go read the heir to the empire trilogy you should it's amazing um and then what read the new thrawn books because they're just as good because it's the same author so they're worth reading and there's so much content. So everybody complaining about this is that and all I'm sick. Shut up. You have Star Wars content to the point that you can complain about it and you can eat me because I love every <laughs> bit of it because it's Star Wars content. Even the worst Star Wars content makes me happy. Holiday special? Eh, that's fucking not Star Wars content. <laughs> we, 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 we like to pretend that didn't happen. Actually, I would watch it because it's so bad, but it's so entertaining. And yeah, yeah. Life day, baby. Life day. <laughs> JJ, are you going to take off work to be able to watch that the yeah, moment yeah, it, it drops at like 2 a.m. or whatever? Yeah, at I will night? be. And at the very least, I'll be working from home so that I can start working a little bit later. Because you're going to watch that thing probably like two or like three times that day, at that least. first episode. Yeah, at least. I'll probably watch every episode multiple times. I did that with The Mandalorian, especially the second season of Mandalorian that had all the characters from Rebels that I loved. Um yeah, I with Obi Wan, like I will not be missing anything if I can help it, and I'll be watching it every time the instant that I can hit play. So, because I yeah, man, I'm oh, I'm so excited. I'm just excited. It's it's rare, and even for actors, like when Ewan McGregor probably got the call, and maybe Hayden Christensen, he probably had more to think about. But man, because the the burden of a role like that. Yeah. It, I mean, both of those individuals know what it means to play those characters and to make that decision to come back. I think it's just super cool, especially for Hayden Christensen, because yeah. Ewan McGregor has a great acting career, but doing amazing things since then and will continue to do so. But Hayden Christensen hasn't really been yeah. acting, doing his own life thing. And, and to his point, doesn't have to. Yeah. But the fact that he came back and he's taking another crack at it, I think is awesome. Yeah, I'm stoked. I can't wait. Because without him, if you have if you have Ewan McGregor and then you have someone else being Darth Vader, and because you're still going to see Hayden Christensen's face and such, like it just it would work. We'd watch it. Sure, but man, it takes it to another level. Yeah, well, and I, the the possibility for flashbacks, like man, you can do some cool shit. Plus the stuff we know we're going to see him in in that. I, my guess is you'll see Vader's castle in live action on Mustafar, which is a fucking amazing thing. And then on top of that, you'll probably get to see him in that hyperbaric chamber that he's in when he can take his mask off. And so I'm, I'm excited for that too. Like the extent of the damage as it started to heal. And I, yeah, I'm tickled to see what he does with that. And I'm excited. Hayden Christensen came back. Like, like you said, I part two, I didn't love him, but that's because the dialogue was so terrible. Episode three, he was great. I really enjoyed him in that. So yeah, I'm looking really forward to seeing him as a seasoned actor because he's done some some things, and I've liked a few of the serious movies he's been in as an adult. So I'm I'm tickled. I can't wait. I'm excited. Episode all around. three is one of my favorite movies of all time. It may actually be the movie I've seen the most ever. Because I don't, I'm not a huge movie rewatcher, but man, episode three just hits me right. They, the lightsaber battling oh. and everything, just the pitting of the good and evil. The scene where Obi Wan is sitting down with Padme, and he he basically is confirming his suspicions about the child being Anakin's, and he's walking away. He's like, "I'm so sorry." Every time, still, yeah. I just watch the scene on YouTube because it hits me. 
yeah. the same way every time. And if we can get more of what they were boxing towards the end of episode three and just project it, man, I am psyched. And that's where my mind goes every time. And the fact that I have to wait till May 25th, I thought we were talking like <laughs> May 10th or something. Fuck! Yeah. Like, no, a couple more weeks. A few more weeks. I am so excited. Yeah. Thank goodness we got another week of Moon Knight. Other than that, I'd be losing my mind. So. <laughs> All right, so May 30th, to wrap up the month, we will be doing Top Gun, and that's the original Top Gun on May 30th, so that we can lead into the first part of June with Top Gun Maverick. So we're going to be following those up. We'll do one to lead into the other. Uh, that's another one of my favorite movies of all time, Top Gun, the original. Top Gun's awesome. Dude, I love the, it. The so. soundtrack, just the oh. lore. I mean, it made, and you probably speak this better, Jage, because I was... I saw it later. Like, it, sure. I don't even, when did it actually, you can answer this after that. Tell us yeah. when it came out. But for me, it made like airplanes cool. That's the movie for me. I go back to you and I'm like, man, fighter pilots, like air fighting, all that. But for you, Jay, it's probably totally different. Cause when it came out and everything, I, it seemed like a very impactful movie. And the fact that for me seeing it later, it's still iconic for someone like me that didn't even, I watched it years later when it even came out. Yeah. It came out in 86. So I was five when it came out. I didn't see it till a little bit later, but obviously, but it was, uh, yeah. And I, I don't want to talk too much about it. Cause there's some stories I want to tell during the deep dive, but mm. yeah, it was huge impact on me. Uh, that movie was a big, big impact. So, um, and like I said, I, there's some stories I'll tell in the deep dive. So tune in for that. Cause it's, it's one of my favorites. I, that's probably, one of my movies that I've seen outside of Star Wars seen the most is mm -hmm. watched the, the most amount of times as Top Gun. They've pushed this movie back how many times? Oh though? God, if, like if four so or five. Yeah. And, and I'm, and I'm afraid of it. Like this, I'm, I, there's very few movies that I'm as apprehensive about as Top Gun Maverick because I want to like it so much. And I love the cast that's in it. Um, I mean, not just Tom Cruise, but you go into like uh, Jennifer Connelly is, I, she's amazing. So I'm excited that they've added her to it. Um, I, you know, there's just so many things that could go wrong though. And that's the, yeah, we'll see. I, but I'm excited for Top Gun Maverick as well, which like I said, that'll be the, we'll talk about that again at the end of May, but the, the first part of June, that'll be releasing. Um, but I love Miles Teller. Um, the guy that's going to play basically uh, Goose's son in mm. this movie um ed harris john ham there's a lot of big names in this movie so. you think if this movie does well enough in the box office which it's hard not to see it doing that are they gonna do you think another one will be on the horizon um possibly i mean you just think about the fact that it's taken 40 years to make a second one so i i don't know yeah. i i just don't know but it's possible if it does well enough i could cer certainly see them doing something with this new character of Goose's kid and, and this younger generation, maybe. I hope they don't. I, I hope they close it up and, and close it up tight and just make a great yeah. finale to the Top Gun duality, I guess. But um, I don't know. I, are they, with Tom Cruise, are they, gonna, are they doing more Mission Impossibles or is he going to be done with his role there. I mean, they've been so good of late, but is he done? No, they're doing, they're in the, I think they're actually in post-production for the, for a new one. Okay. Um, but I think if I remember, and I'd have to look this up, don't hold me to this, but I thought I remembered that they, after the most recent one, the, the, 
that there's going to be two more. So, oh, that's right. They did have a. That is right. You're right. They yeah. had a, a tick down, which I was and, excited for. And I think it's. I, I say there's going to be two more, but I think what it is is it's one giant finale. There's going to be part one, part two. I, I is mm-hmm. what I believe, and I think they're releasing within a year of each other. So I think. The next one will come out 2023, and I think that's the one that's in post-production right now. And I think they're filming for the final uh, version of it that'll be part two, and it'll come out in 2024, mm-hmm. if I remember reading an article correctly. But again, that's just me trying to remember. So, Okay. Yeah, so there it is. That's our that's our it's a big lineup for May. May is going to be nuts. A lot of stuff to talk about. Big movies coming. June I think's geared up to be just as big, um which I'm excited about and we'll talk more about that as we move through the month of May, but uh, a lot of fun stuff coming in May. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. And uh yeah. It's been fun talking about the news. We'll we'll do this again. I like these episodes where we just kind of talk about what we're doing and shit yeah, that's going fun. on in the world. So all right, Matt, so tell yeah. everybody where they can find us when they're not checking us our news out. Yeah, if you guys actually want to dive into the meat of what we do, there's a few places to find us. For spoiler freeze, check us out at, on YouTube at What's Our Verdict. Uh, for the deep dives associated with whether it's uh, TV or movies, um, you can find us wherever good podcasts are found, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher. The distinguishment there for now, if you're looking for our movies, search What's Our Verdict. For our TV shows, uh, search What's Our Verdict TV. Uh, there may be a change coming to that in the future, but for now, make that distinction at TV. TV at the end of what's our verdict when you're searching for that check us out on social media on facebook instagram and twitter Uh, we appreciate you guys chiming in uh we're really excited for the this upcoming slate of movies and if you got questions that you want us to answer as we talk about them let us know yeah uh, don't forget too, Alec has started a TikTok for What's Our Verdict. So, oh, yeah, I have. There's a video on it too. Yeah, go check we're out our there. TikTok. We got some videos, so that's something that we're, we're, we're excited on. to see. Some of the content Alec is is going to be putting on there. So, I totally <laughs> forgot. I got to add that to my repertoire. We're cool now. Yeah. Make sure you remember. You said you wanted to see the videos I put out. Because we'll be probably revisiting this after you see a couple of those videos. <laughs> I wanted on the record that you said you were excited. I am excited. <laughs> ish. <laughs> <laughs> the ish is appropriate. Yeah, you could perfectly fine putting that on there. It's it's been hard getting notifications from TikTok. I finally have TikTok on my phone because we have a TikTok. And I had to turn off the notifications because wow. it, it would wow. ding and I'd be like, God damn it. I don't want to watch this shit. <laughs> All right. Because I'm just not a TikTok guy. I need more than five seconds worth of shit. So, but time to just send JJ so many. That's something JJ never thought was going to happen. JJ on TikTok. It's dude. And it's barely, like I said, I have the app on my phone so that I can watch what Alec posts for us. And then I watched our guest. The two guests we've had on their TikTok shit, and that's it. Like Dalton and Dusty, Dalton and we'll Dusty. get them on again. Yeah, that's the extent. So let's let's try to get less guests that have TikTok, because then I don't have to watch more TikTok. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love Dalton and Dusty; those guys are amazing. So um, yeah, there you go. All right, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Cinemagic out.